Then <laughs> 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 you look like a real asshole. Can I tell you something? She was in highlights in the 80s. I like that you think you're a good guy. He's a comedian. You can say it that way if you want to be wrong. Sounds like you're addicted to a drug. Well, what are your hobbies? This. This is your hobby. <laughs> this is one of my hobbies. This is one of my hobbies, I guess. It's all. It's all this is for all of us, right? Yeah, it's like I do this every week. This is just our levels in our mic and our headphones. Oh yeah. So oh, we got our own knobs. Does that work for you? I don't know. Is this is this you? Is this helping? Too, that's that's too much. Is this too much heat? <laughs> I hear a buzz. <laughs> is this okay, Maxie? That's fine. All right. He said he spent. Will's been doing no, the he, levels for he three and a le- half hours. The levels for what the computer's picking up, not no, for what he did the head- whole. He did the whole. Did you do poo poo platter? Did, did you do everything, Will? Yes, but I. But we like it louder in our headsets, right? No, it's fine. Well, I made it fine. You didn't. You uh, for a second, you hurt my ears. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't hear anything, so it sounded okay to me. Produce, produce. This is some of producer Will's best producing ever. And then you just turned a knob. That's what being the talent is. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! It's in two days. Thanks. Joe's going to Oriole tonight. Yeah, Max has very mixed feelings. Yeah, I feel very odd. Because, uh, I mean, as the podcast fans know, Terrence knows. <laughs> uh, and your brother, I guess. No, uh, Max really fucked up his Oriole experience the first yeah, time. Yeah, I got wasted, threw up a bunch of times. <laughs> I'm, I'm really tempted to talk to the bathroom attendant and see if he remembers you. If it's the same guy, I won't know. That'd be funny. Yeah. You could probably, well, you could probably just ask the... Have you ever had anyone, like, throw up here twice? I'd be semi. Oh, part of me wants you to not remind them in case they. <laughs> there's there's a chance they didn't even know. Okay. There's a solid chance. That guy probably knew, right? I don't know. I, I made an effort to clean up. Yeah, but probably not that well. Gasper said that he, other than the fact that I was being very quiet, I you couldn't tell that I was fucked up. Okay. But Gasper was fucked up. So. Fair enough. Maybe. We'll see. Gasper. I mean, as far as I. I kind of remember thinking Gasper seemed fucked up, and I remember very little. I mean, I could say, like, if they ask, I could be like, oh, I do stand-up. Do you ever had any other uh, local comedians come come to Oriole and uh, have a memorable experience? Oh, part of me wants to try to come with you. <laughs> On a date with me and Becky? Yeah. For my birthday? Yeah. But you don't want to be there for my birthday. You want to be there to find out if they remember you. No, I want to put the food in my mouth. For my birthday. <laughs> Way to honor me. You're man. misunderstanding my intentions. Yeah, I you're want not, to put you're not the food in my mouth. <laughs> for your birthday. I was really hoping to get Quentin Johnson on this episode and not tell you and then <laughs> be like, Happy birthday and have Quentin have Quentin be how would around you, the corner. I, how I, would I also, that work? I would have given him a ride. Well, no, what I would do is it wouldn't be bus, on air. Have him take the bus down. No, I kinda want him to be around the corner and I was thinking about having him do a thing where he goes, Happy birthday, Mr. President. That would have been great. That would have been really funny. <laughs> He's got such a speech impediment. If <laughs> he means so well. Does he? Does he? You know him, he's your intern. He is my intern. You're right about that. Um Well now that you've quit stand up, you don't need an intern anymore. Uh What's the phrase I'm looking for? I want to say no way, Jose, but I don't think that fully communicates what I'm trying to say. Like, you'd be surprised. That's okay. the one. <laughs> no way, Jose. <laughs> Those are kind of related. Okay. They're on the same spectrum of I, phrases. I got you. Like, one's orange, one's red. Yeah, they're both generic enough. In the phrase wheel. Sure. What, what, what's like a blue phrase? A blue phrase... Uh, suck a dick. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> oh, phrase wheel. I like that. Yeah, we should get one for the podcast. I'd like to make a phrase wheel <laughs> and then just have it be a wheel that says different things around it that kind of seem related. Yeah, like, like uh, <laughs> top of the morning <laughs> is opposite from <laughs> you're gay. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's yeah, not bad. Producer will produce that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we get a phrase wheel for for, for next episode? Ma- Max had a phrase early on, but it's color coded. 
what was, was it? Yeah, well, it yeah, was what like, was you had a friend. Hey, how are you? Oh, that was when I was doing stand-up. What was it? Hey, all right. Hey, all That's right. right. Yeah. Yes. It's what and what that phrase means is that I'm thinking conf- of what joke I'm supposed to do next. I'm confused <laughs> and grasping. Yeah. Yeah. Joe's thing is that he finishes sentences for me and <laughs> makes me increasingly more frustrated. Yeah, but <laughs> it just it demonstrates how close we are as friends that I just know what you're trying to say. Wrong seventy <laughs> percent of the time. You have thirty. Sometimes you're right and you just phrase it in a way I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you mean better. One hundred percent. No. One hundred percent of the time, totally I feel, accurate. I feel robbed. <laughs> Maybe if you spoke faster in your sentence structure. See, that's a good example of that's a weird way of saying that. I know, but I was trying to speak quickly so you wouldn't jump in. It was medium rate. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't my best sentence work, but I've had worse. <laughs> this, this, You're this, not improving. This is, a, this is a bad episode. It wasn't so my best sentence, sentence work. work. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. I was doing a max. I know. It just, it just really, Suck a dick. Sounded really Jewy. It's offensive. That's the opposite of top of the morning. I know that. Well, it's... All right. <clears throat> Are you excited about Oriole? I think you're more excited about Oriole. Are you excited? A little. I'm like more... I have no idea what I'm walking into. You're. Oh, that's good. Which I like. You like that. Uh, I'm a little worried I'm not going to freak out in like the positive way that you would. Where you're like, oh, fuck you. What is this? That's what you want. Like... I would I would like to experience food the way you experience food or the way you uh, project that you experience food. <laughs> um, because the only time I either had anything close to that was schwa. And even I didn't, like, do that. That was just like, whoa. This you is were really pretty good. excited. But you were also kind of high. I was quite high. Oh, were you really? Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. I mean, I wasn't, like, obscenely high. I, I was way more high the other night when we hung out, like, last week. That was the oh. highest I've been in a long time. Oh, really? I actually went home and wrote for like an hour and a half because I couldn't sleep. I'm sure it's all garbage. <laughs> but like I got like, because we were hanging out and we were watching that like savant dude. Oh, the guy with the nose. And like who could barely speak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's funny. And so I just like, we're like we were talking and I'm like, oh, that could be a bit. And then that could be a bit. And then I went home and I was like, I'm just started writing. <laughs> just that episode, there was an episode of Chef's Tale and this pastry chef. He's from Spain and he's just like. He's just like he's not talking about cake. He's like, when you smell a baby's head, it smells like a fucking sheep. He doesn't say fucking. <laughs> he didn't say fucking, but every other part of that was true. He sounds like he's uh he sounds like he's from Harry Potter. Like his whole thing, he's like he's from Harry Potter. Yeah, he sounds like Ollivander who's like trying to sell you a wand. Like, yeah. Like the dessert chooses the chef. Yeah. <laughs> I mean his his desserts are fucking nuts. Yeah, they look they look amazing. And the, the and the like the concepts behind the sheep one is like, like he can't sp- he got laryngitis and now So he, he has to whisper yeah, everything. He, just, he talks like this and he's like it's hard for me to talk. It so makes just... everything sound like you're hearing it from a sage. <laughs> yeah, like, it sounds like a Terrence Malick movie. Yeah. <laughs> Father. It sounds Mother. everything sounds special and important. It, like that episode, like blew my mind. I'm like, I totally get why you love this. You were pretty high. I was incredibly high. Yeah, yeah. So it definitely drove home. Uh, but then the next episode felt a little more like bullshit. What show is this? This is Chef's Table. This Chef's is Max's Table's my favorite. favorite. Show. I love this show. Where do you find it? Netflix? He's watched every episode several times, or at least the episodes of the chefs he likes. I've seen times. every episode. There's one I haven't finished. Uh, which is I thought it was boring, but every other one I've seen several times. A few of them I've seen like ten times. Well, like the one we watch, you're like I've seen this four or five times already. And that one's new. <laughs> but that that Spanish dude's one of my favorite ones. That, that was... restaurant he works at, the chef from Alinea. I heard him on JJ Reddick's podcast, mm-hmm. and he was he was saying like when I go to a restaurant, I really like it. I don't enjoy it. It just makes me really mad. Yeah, I just, I just, uh, I, I like. Why didn't I think of that? And the, he, the only restaurant he listed under that category was that dude's restaurant. That, so. is, that used to be how we were with film in college. Yeah. We, oh yeah, I think you told me that. That, you that, 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 that like uh, Michelle Gondry uh, DVD of like music videos and commercials he did. We watched Hardest Button to Button hundreds of times. And be like, how the fuck did he do that last sequence? Because that blew our minds. That's funny because he seems like such a like high school senior who likes boondock saints favorite director i can see that i didn't watch boondock saints since until college and my my college roommate in my freshman year was like dude boondock saints is the shit so we watched i'm like all right i can see why you like this i've never seen it i've just heard it's supposed to be cheesy and pretentious uh it's not pretentious it's just not as clever as it thinks it is but like it's going for something 
Uh, the the movie, the documentary about the guy who made Boondock Saints is amazing and incredibly infuriating to watch. It's called Overnight. Uh, so this guy, he owned this Irish bar. I don't remember if it was Boston or... This guy LA. made the movie? This guy wrote and directed this movie. And Harvey Weinstein, back when Harvey Weinstein was like a good guy to know, uh, walked into his bar. He used to be so cool. Bought his script. And he's like, as part of buying the script from you and we're going to make this movie, I'm going to buy this bar and give it to you. And so it was like overnight, this dude was like a big success. And he was like a quasi name in Hollywood. Like, oh, he's going to be a thing. And then he kept harassing Harvey Weinstein about when's my movie going to get fucking made. And he kept going after him until it was like, we're not making your fucking movie anymore. So he stole the rights. So he went and made the raised money to make it himself for like a couple of million bucks. But he was done in Hollywood. And like, had he just shut up and taken what Weinstein was giving him, he would have had a career. And it's watching him become a big, like big, big time. All of his friends and his band and tell them to go fuck themselves and they work for him. It was a painful and fascinating documentary to watch of this guy because we were just out of film school and watching like this guy had our dream and he just shat all over it. Huh. It's a really fascinating documentary. I don't know why we went on that. I like that movie. Have you seen Overnight or Boondock Saints? Boondock Saints. So you, you call him saying Will has bad taste? <laughs> yeah. It's got Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe plays a gay guy in it. Will, top five Chicago restaurants, go. <laughs> <laughs> Men's noodles. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I have a question. Uh <laughs> Since Joe, you were watching that show, High, real High, real High, does High make things better? Yeah, it does. W- w- the only thing I've had bad experiences on High is trying to go to sleep. That's the only thing. Like I can't do it, and other people say it helps. Like for me, it just makes me like toss and turn all night. I've had plenty of experiences High where I didn't get, I got not high enough or too high. Um, I felt I was a little too high that night. Uh, but I was fine. Yeah, it was kind of. You were reacting like you'd just be like, you'd be like, "That's amazing," and I've never. You never do that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but is I wasn't myself, man. <laughs> Can it make bad things not bad? Is it still bad? Yeah, I was hanging out with Max, and it became good. <laughs> <laughs> do you like like I really enjoy eating a hot pocket high. I don't think a hot pocket is bad. But would you like eating it sober? Yes, but I would recognize that it's like I think there's plastic in here. <laughs> or the other day I hit like I, you know what I mean. That's always in the back of my head. The other yeah. day I was like I I had a like a few weeks where I was just eating tons of oranges. With, I was eating with the oil on it. Yeah, I would yeah. put olive oil on them. I just thought it was delicious. It's, it is delicious, but I'm just not doing it because I'm trying to be healthy. But in, but whatever. But like there was this one day where I got. Like just the right level of high, mm-hmm. and I, I, and I like spent like a long time cutting the oranges perfectly and taking like all the membranes off with a paring knife, okay. and then I, like, I, and I was getting really into it and I was listening to music loudly, and then when I ate the oranges, I was like, this is the best food I've ever had in my life, and then I did the exact, and I thought it was because I just prepared you, the oranges, you did it right, but yeah. I did it exactly the same way the next day, and, you're like, and oh. I was like, this tastes good. Like it is, it is very good to eat oranges with olive oil and salt. Like that is del- like you're really undercutting schwa right now. Because <laughs> that was our like this is the best food we've ever eaten. And maybe it was just a really well cut orange. <laughs> it definitely was. Um. Yeah, I mean, I wor. I, 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 it's weird to say that I worry about that, but I do worry that schwa wasn't that great. I know that schwa was really good. Like I wasn't. Like, I wasn't high at Royster or Monteverde, and those aren't as good as Schwa, but mm-hmm. they are, uh, they they're approaching that caliber for the price point. They're arguably just as good. Okay. And uh, I I still had like like the last few times, every time I've been to Royster, I've been uh, I've been like, this is unbelievable food that I freak out about. I don't. I think that Schwa is better than Royster. I mean, having been to both of them once, I agree with you. Yeah. And you were you high at Royster? No, were you? We we smoked weed, but not enough. Uh, I don't think I did. We I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. Were we like coming from hanging out at your place? Well, I got off work, and then I was trying to go to Royster at like oh, eight. Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, but I did. I I I mean, I have a high tolerance for weed. Yeah, I'm still on the fence about smoking weed before Alinea. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. 
Um, I have those pot cookies in my fridge for my sister. I mean, it, I could if, I could text Becky, Becky to grab them for tonight, but Becky wouldn't want to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, what, if I choose to get high, I'm going to do, do whatever I do beforehand and then probably drink the same night. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I don't get too high. How? So, do you know how to tell when you're, when you're gonna be good in terms of how much pie you're having? If I'm smoking, yeah. Okay, as opposed to ingesting. Oh, yeah. Those are the wild west. <laughs> All right. It's, it's real easy. There's been a few times in my life where I ate too many edibles, and it's like, the whole world is an ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm adrift in my mind. <laughs> did you did you like those at all, or were those just too high? It it depends. I mean, there, there are times. There's been like three times where I got. No, there's been more than three, but there is. But it's like five or six, and I get high on weed. I've been high on weed like probably hundreds of times. Um, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, and you're so cool, Max. I don't find that cool at all. <laughs> <laughs> were those two different phrases on the color wheel? You're so cool, Max. And I don't find that cool at all. Mm, you're so cool, Max, is because that's such a commonly used phrase. I know. But um, <laughs> the other one's not. <laughs> well, what's the opposite of that? Um, Way to go, Joe. No. No, no one's ever said that. Well, I'm saying uh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's my problem. <laughs> uh, the opposite of you're so cool, Max, is <clears throat> I'm having a bad day. Uh, I ab- I aborted your ba- I aborted your baby. <laughs> oh, Max. <laughs> well, that was good. That was good. You won that exchange. I think I did. <laughs> really maxed that conversation. Yeah, you probably like that. You probably like that a whole bunch. <laughs> the reason I ask is because my friend wants to go see widespread panic at. Red Rocks? I don't know what any of those words meant. Right? Me neither. (laughs) That's a venue, and I'm guessing it's a band? Yes. Okay. A jam band, like Fish. All right, got it. And it's very expensive, and we don't want to go. But he said, well, you just get high, and it'll be good anyway. I have something to say about that. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping so. Max doesn't like live music. I don't like live music, but I have friends... Matt Kennedy and John Norman are big fish guys, and uh-huh. I've I've never been into fish. Starting in middle school at Jewish camp, fish was really popular amongst everyone. So like every year, I would try again to get into fish. Like I was totally open. Like I started smoking weed when I was fifteen, and I I loved the idea of being this like drug guy who liked fish, and I just did not enjoy it. And so. I've never been critical of people who enjoy fish because it seems like it's so fun for people that are into it. Yeah, and I envied that. I envied like the lifestyle, and I thought I love their bracelets. Just being into um, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I couldn't get into it. So it might have been last year, maybe a few years ago. I asked John Norman and Matt Kennedy, like, can you can you just like get me? Can you like give me the right fish experience? Like, could they grapefruit your way into fish? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I did, and yeah. and like so, what we did was they we had we we went over to their place, we got high, we drank wine, and they played me like all of their favorite live performances of Fish, and I was like, oh, this is fun, mm-hmm. I like it, and then they were kind of explaining stuff to me, and I was like, yeah, I I totally see, and not only did I understand it, but I was like, this seems like it'd be really fun to get high to because it's like the way that they play music, it's very like sprawling and adventure like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. I respect the idea of fish. I've just never really tried to get into them. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get into it. I can't listen. I can barely listen to stuff with melody <laughs> right now. Do you get high and listen to music? Um, never explicitly, but I do enjoy it. I used to enjoy it more because I used to when I used to get high. It would be I'm going to get high and watch a movie, particularly a movie I've seen before, because I don't want to watch something new. I I have that same thing. But then I started be, trying to be like I'm going to be a little more mature about this. I'm like I'm going to listen to an album. Just to be like, do something different as opposed to, th- I'm just going to watch Idiocracy for the 10th time <laughs> or Lord of the Rings again. Like, I can't just keep doing this. And now I just don't really get high at all, especially alone anymore. Yeah. But like, I appreciate, because I would talk to like Condon and he's like, yeah, I just got high and listen to music. Like, that was like a thing people would do and he would do that. What are you, what are you doing? Like, do you just sit? Yeah, you just like, have you, 
Because it's an experience I so rarely have of just sitting and listening to music without putting in music on in the background. So you're just staring? Or you close your eyes and you just like listen and you sit in a chair. Like you don't have to like just stare at a wall. It'd be so funny to have footage of that. <laughs> uh, for you at home, I, I just closed my eyes and sat back a little bit. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder if that's uh, fucking Oriole calling you. Uh, I think they have Becky's information. Well, pick up the phone. Let's do an on-air call. Speaker. Want me to answer this? Sure. Put it on speaker. Howdy Hello? Butcher. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I don't think that's happening. That was a fun little segment. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so to answer your question, well, I would definitely get high and go, especially if you already bought tickets. Didn't buy tickets, yes. That's the argument. Is like, do you do you want to spend that much money? How, like much how money? much money? $133. And that's a lot for you. Is it not for a ticket? He has a family. Okay, I'm not judging. I'm just asking. He's not rich like us. Well, let's, is it a <laughs> lot for you? He's not a server. <laughs> <laughs> is it a lot for you? I mean, for a ticket to sure, it's not a show. it's not cheap, but it's enough where it's not so much where I'm like, ah, I sh- definitely shouldn't do that. I mean, I regularly spend more money on restaurants. Than like, that. I went to Roger Waters last year, which was not worth it, by the way. But they were <laughs> two fifty a ticket. Damn. And I took me and I took Becky, and it was mostly because like, when am I ever going to see Roger Waters again? He could totally die in the next few years because he's seventy something. And when will I ever see Roger Waters again? And I think he's too old now to put on the show he could have put on ten years ago. It wasn't like a bad show, but it was not worth 250 bucks, especially for just being at the United Center. It wasn't like a special experience I had. Yeah, United Center. I mean, th- that's the uh, argument. It's like, oh, it's Red Rocks, and, and you get high, and it's awesome. I mean, I personally hate live music. I, I have a rule now. I Under no circumstances will I go to live music, unless it's like, well, actually, my rule is like if a girl asks me to go, I'll say no. Really? Yeah, because the last time I fucking did that, it was disaster. Like Oriole disaster? No, it was a different kind. Did I ever tell you this story? I don't remember. It was the uh, this is a fucking French one. Okay. Uh, crazy, crazy hot. Nat- um, Natalie Joe's friend. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. fuck. Whatever. Do what, it. Um, who cares? Yeah, nobody's who cares. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was like the la- it was the last time we like hung out after like a week of hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, so hot. Uh. Lots of co- uh, cocaine, and um, we're we're hanging out. Uh, we go to like Merritt Land Center show because she was friends with Merritt. We leave that. She goes. We go to meet up with Natalie at Beat Kitchen to watch a show, and like the, it was a terrible show. And I was I like I can't be cool at a concert. You know, I like, so I was just I like, like the idea that you think you could be cool in other areas. I mean, I can do a better job in other areas. Like, I, I just like, I just like stand there. Like, I, I'm not gonna fucking dance. Sure, but most people don't. I don't know. I was very uncomfortable. Okay. And then afterwards, um, then afterwards we were <laughs> we were sitting at the bar, and I was just like, I realized that I'd, I haven't really talked to this person for an extended period of time. We were just like talking about the weather, and I was just like, this is so boring. And then eventually, I was like, I think I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go home. Like I'm, I'm tired. And we had been, uh, we had, we had done a ton of blow the night mm-hmm. before, so we hadn't slept. Um, so I was like beat, uncomfortable, bored. Uh, we left, and then we we hugged. And then as I got out of the hug, I realized that she went in for a kiss, yeah. and I just like sh- kind of shouldered her mouth. And this girl's like beautiful, like like model beautiful. Uh, and. Uh, then I, I remember as I walked out, I, uh, like just to myself, I was just going like, fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck like, live just, music. I hate live music. I just couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> stop saying fuck under my breath. Like it was like, I was uncontrollable. If only that band hadn't been there, it would have gone perfect. <laughs> like, I, don't, yeah, I like how you blame like, the I don't band understand what they, well, the, the, the band <laughs> led into the other story but they didn't make you f- do something a stupid. fable is a fable <laughs> you sound like Jordan Peterson right now <laughs> the story I. Li- <laughs> so yes you should definitely get high and go my thing is like you're you're gonna die <laughs> so get if, high and go to a restaurant you can do both you don't have to pick one he can do both things. Not well, the how same, about instead of doing both, night. you get high and go to two restaurants? <laughs> well, because his brother wants to go to the other thing. It's not my brother; it's my friend. Well, the, we're his, already not doing they're it. They're practically brothers. You're not going. You, then why did you even bring it up? I needed to. It, 
You just needed to add something to the dialogue? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> I wanted your opinion. Well, he's saying, should I regret my decision? Well, I say it kind a little. Of, it, it fit into the conversation of getting high, uh, making, making things, things better. more enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. So it's it, like a band I've never heard of, and I don't like that genre of music. Have you listened it, to like a, like you could probably find them online? Yeah, and, I pulled it up, didn't recognize a thing, didn't enjoy anything. Well, if you didn't enjoy it, then you don't need you didn't need to go unless they're supposed to be like a special a band that's like special live. Right, I agree. You know, I have a take on getting high to make things more enjoyable. I think it has to do with where you're at tolerance wise. Like if you smoke weed every day, it stops like. Like, lately, I've been buying weed lately, and I'll just, like, I usually just smoke it before bed and, like, watch, like, a half hour of a movie before I get tired and go to bed. And it is not making the movie better. It's not. But I've also seen movies um, where, like, like every once in a while, if you just, like, it's kind of like, do you ever just, like, out of the blue have a bottle of wine in the middle of the day or just, like, split one with someone? And you're like, oh, my God, this is so nice. But if you do that a lot, then it's, like... This isn't nice at all. <laughs> well, yeah, now you have a problem. Yeah. But I think there, well, maybe that's a bad analogy then, because there is something about weed where if, like, if you haven't had weed for a month or a year and you get high, it's like an amazing feeling. But then every time you do it uh, in quick succession after, it incrementally gets worse. Diminishing returns. Yeah. yeah. But it, but it, you can refresh that by taking a tolerance break. And it's, yeah. it's a very real thing. No, that's one of the reasons, like, I, I've never gotten high a bunch, but I, I don't get high nearly as much as I did even just, like, five years ago. Yeah. Like, I pretty much only get high with you mm-hmm. or my sister. Huh. And it's, like, maybe two, three times a month. Is she going to want to be high before Linium? I don't know. I don't know if she gets high and goes out. I know she gets high and, like, orders in. <laughs> I should ask her. But she's been getting high a lot lately. And, like, five, six years ago, she's like, I'll never do Like, she's not interested in getting high at all. Like, I would try it. Like, you want to try this? And she would had no interest. Had she never been high before? No. Like, she's just like, I'm not going to want to do that. Huh. Now she's all into it. Like, she has her cousin get her, her medicinal pot. Yeah. Or, like, we get uh, gummies from her, from the, st- from the state. They're real good. We should uh, we should get some for Alinea. Uh, I'll see if she wants to do it. I bet I could talk her into it. Becky probably wouldn't. I, here's my thing. I do not want to be very high. You just want to be the right high? I just want to waken up my palate, bro. Jesus Christ. I want to hear more about the tolerance break. How long? (laughs) How long? Have you you had marijuana before, Will? Yeah, I have. How'd it go? It kind of sounds like you're faking it. (laughs) It's good. It's fun. It's fun. fun. I do it every time I surf. I mean, I don't. I don't know how long. I mean, it's like it's not scientifically proven. It's it, just, it it is without a doubt real. Of course, it's real. But he, he's saying like how long? Like no one knows exactly how I think, long. I think there's a lot of variables. I think it probably depends on like how like how intensely. Like okay, let's say I if I had to guess, you've never smoked weed before, and all of a sudden you smoke weed once a day for two weeks. I think within that time period, the efficacy will start to diminish. Uh, but then, if you take a week off, you probably, you probably, it would probably rise up somewhat. I bet if you sm- smoke weed three times a day for three years and you take a week off, that week is not going to make much of a dent. Agreed. <laughs> what do you think, Will? I satisfied. <laughs> I would love you as a moderator for a political debate. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you got perfect. something. That's, yeah. perfect. that's perfect. That's something. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's oh, that's the best. Mm. So you're are you nervous about Oriole? You said you were nervous before. I mean, only that I want to make sure that I my enjoyment is at the level that it more or less should be. <sighs> That it's not, like, lost on me, or I'm not like, eh, this is fine. What did you feel about Royster? Because you really liked that, right? The duck was great. Wasn't everything great? Um, the, what was the, the quinoa thing? The salad. That was good. The rice was really good, but, like, it was, we had rice and then rice. Because there was rice in the duck, and then there was the crab rice. And that was all we had, right? There were cucumbers, then the dessert. 
You weren't crazy about the cucumbers. I no, love I don't, the cucumbers. I don't, I don't like cucumbers. Uh, that is... <laughs> I prefer cuck. I agree. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> the, I thought you were saying you preferred cuck to cucumber. <laughs> to faggot? <laughs> I thought you said cock. Well, that's the total. <laughs> now you're just doubling down. That's kind of one of the this n- this the nice episode took a turn. <laughs> that's one of the nice aspects of the word "cuck" is that it sounds similar to "cock." Is it? I guess. Is it? Of course it is. It's one. Of, it's probably the most similar word to "cock" there is. Of, well, not a word. Clock. It's short, clock is close. It's, it's a shortened version. Yeah. What are you guys both looking up the definition of "cuck"? You just both get a text message from someone who's not me, because I, um, I didn't get one. Cuck. How do you spell it? C U C K. Yeah. Or just spell your name. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're, hey, you have more emotions about me going to this restaurant than I do. Especially considering it's my birthday. Friday's your birthday. I know, but like this is for my birthday. Oh, I see what you mean. Um. I don't know how to describe the emotions I have. Like, I'm not excited. I'd be ex- part of me wants to be like, do you think they can squeeze me in? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sure part of you is thinking that. It is. I'm positive it is. And I and and then part of me is like, no, don't do it, don't do it. Why? What makes you say that? <laughs> you look so upset right now. I'm not upset. I'm like I. Like antsy. I am. It makes me feel a little panicky. About going back to the scene where it No, happened. no. That's not what I'm panicky about. That would probably, that would, the onset of that would be if I went through with, if you call them and you're like, can we have another mm-hmm. be with us? Then I would start to worry about like, will they recognize me? Uh, now the worry is like, God, I want to eat that fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll probably burn down after tonight. Oh. So you'll never get another chance. I'm going to go for my birthday. When's your birthday? August? August 29th. All right. Are your parents coming in taking you to that? Are you going to try to like wear a fake mustache or something? <laughs> it funny if I wore one of those um, with the nose the and Groucho. the mustache. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to own that. <laughs> you can. <laughs> They're very cheap. be pretty good if I went to open mics with that. You're not going to open mics now. Why would you, you know go to open be, mics you, with a prop? You know what would be funny is if you wore one <laughs> of the, you, you, you wear a shark hat and this put would, on no, no, no. You wear glasses. the You wear the Groucho glasses, and then you just don't – you just talk. You don't mention it at all. No, no, no. Not only do you not mention you're wearing Groucho glasses, you don't even make an attempt at humor. You just like <laughs> 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 like I would just like read from um, – a, a book. Yeah, I would read like a calculator manual. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to do that. And that would be really fun for you. It's a good idea. I'm. Th- I'm like your eyes are lighting up right now. I kind of want to do that. This might be the most excited I've seen you in weeks. No. Yeah. What else have you been excited about? I had a really good soup the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you have nothing to live for. <laughs> um. What have I been excited about? Well, because you on the way here, you're like, I'm going to cancel all my shows. Yeah. And now you're like, oh, I can wear Groucho glasses and go <laughs> on stage. <laughs> God, that'd be fucking funny. Like, do you have any decent shows coming up? Mm, two hour? Like, what, would you be tempted to do that on two hour? Yes. So why not? Will's shaking his head no. You got to do it on an open mic. Why? The same reason you need to do anything in open yep. mic, Joe, to work it out. <laughs> You're gonna work out reading the calculator manual. <laughs> Which maybe, calculator? You know what'd be better is like Emily Dickinson poems. Sure, that'd uh, be. No, I like the calculator better. Well, if you do poems or something like that, it can actually end. Whereas the manual, you you'd have to be like, oh my, that's my that's my time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, like when you're not telling jokes, like time is very long. Yeah. Well. It, like, it, it, time feels like it's going very slowly when you're not getting laughs, but that's because you're trying to get laughs. Whereas something like this, you might not be trying to get laughs, but you absolutely would be. If you didn't get, if you did this for like three minutes and no one laughed and people are like, what the fuck is happening? You would panic. I'm 
promise you, you would be upset because you're tr- doing this because it's fun, right? You're not doing this because ah, it's making fun of everything and I'm and I'm genius and they're all idiots. It's because this will be hilarious how unfunny this is. Yeah, yeah. So you want it to get laughs. So it'll go great if it's getting laughs. If it's not, you're gonna feel like killing yourself, and, <laughs> unless you're just totally detached and like you're just in it for you. I do want to try this, although I could imagine myself doing it and like seven seconds in being like, I've made an incredible mistake. And then just trying to do your act. There's, there's <laughs> no doing the act. The, I mean, all I could do at that point is lean in or get off stage. You would lean in. You have to lean in. You have to lean in. Yeah. And that, but that, if it, and there's also a chance that after two and a half minutes, it would start being funny. Of course, there's absolutely a chance the more you just keep doing it, the better it'll go. Yeah. Maybe you could get a laugh at the top just by, like, putting them on and turning around and then read the manual. I think I would do poems. Yeah, but that's different because poem in itself, that's like an art form, is reading a poem aloud. They do that regardless what if you yeah. went on stage wearing the groucho glasses and you pull out the 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 book of poems and you put on reading glasses over that <laughs> <laughs> that's too much of an effort to be funny okay to me what would be funny about it is, is you're not just playing for laughs at all except for the groucho glasses okay also what type of calculator <clears throat> i think you get like the non-scientific calculator just like i'm doing up. poems <laughs> <laughs> that was the first draft will we've moved on oh, okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny thing to yell at someone. <laughs> I'm doing poems. <laughs> He's not like an f- angry 15 year old. <laughs> it's important to me. <laughs> if you ask me to eat vegetables again, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> oh, that's a good line. <laughs> um, you could do your own poems. No, I, I don't want to do that. I would want to do really pretty poems. Okay. Uh, and then the only thing, other thing I think of is if I had like. Ooh, uh, do reviews of restaurants you like. You think those are beautiful? Yeah, but I like poems. All right, fine. But maybe if I had like one of those things where you like pull a thing out and it shoots out streams. It was like, <laughs> and then it shoots like streams and sparkles out at the end. And you would do that yourself? Yeah, it's like a party favor. You, you you'll. Okay, I think you get like Quentin and somebody else to go on stage with you, and as you're finishing each poem, someone like shoots one of those off next to you. That's okay. Um, or if I knew someone who could play the lute. Poorly? No. No, no, no. Really well? Really well. Like a world-class lautist. Okay. Is, it, is that what they're called? I think so. It sounded... It felt... It felt right? Because yeah, flautist is correct? Flautist and yeah. loudest. <laughs> Why'd you have to do the second one? When you say them, say both of them. Flautist, loudest? It's a lot. It feels nice. Oh, 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 all right. It does. Okay. Flautist, loudest. Keep, keep going, Mac. <laughs> is this how comedy works? You just yeah, we're just we're just in the kitchen right now, Will. Yeah, we're, yeah we're, this, we're, this, we're cutting it up. This is how you craft how you, an how you get your bits? <laughs> You're like, no, a calculator. <clears throat> um, is that what you think of our comedy, Will? No. <laughs> I mean, this is more interesting than how it's done. It'll be more like, like no, I think that thing needs to be... It's a lot more like... When people actually talk about bits, it's way more like technical. Yeah. Are, 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 do, do you usually consult with your peers, or is that kind of a faux pas? No, people do. Is I, I think the faux pas, which I've never really understand... Is going is up to pas. somebody else and giving them something? Well, that is a faux pas, but the, uh, the, the thing that I was going to say before you tried to... Finish your sentence correctly. Just did. No, you finished it wrong both times. Uh, (laughs) It was not good for the conversation. Uh, I disagree. uh, The thing that people complain about a lot is when people run a bit by you, but without asking permission. They just work it into conversation. Why is that the worst? I've never understood. it's, It's like you're not interacting with a human being. You're interacting with a machine. Like, yeah. I would have a conversation with Josh Johnson. I'd be like, oh, that was a good talk. And they would just go on stage and do exactly, like, line for line the same conversation we just had. Yeah. And not, he didn't use the conversation to inspire, oh, I have this idea I can do on stage. It was, I'm just going to run this bit in conversation, and then I'm going to see how it goes here, and that'll be an open mic before I do the open mic. And it's like, well, I didn't have a conversation with Josh at all. I just had a conversation with a bitty wrote. 
Yeah. So he um, he knew the bit before he talked to you. Clearly, he yeah. had like this is what I wanted to be, and that you, bugs me. I mean, I've I've known very few people who actually just do that, but I've seen it, and it's so obnoxious. That sounds crazy. Like he he duped you. It definitely happens. It's never bothered me. Why? I don't know. It just doesn't. But like, because to, to me, like a bit is it's supposed to be like talking to someone. It's like, like I I, I, I guess what doesn't bother me is not if someone just did a whole bit on me, mm-hmm. then that would be weird. But I could tell. But if someone like sort of says the the joke as part of a sentence. Oh yeah, I've done that, and everyone does that. That's that's not a problem to me. Uh, it's like here's a three minute thing. And oh, here are all the beats. Seen. I've seen. I mean, Josh is like the only real example I have, but Josh is also a little nuts. But I used to work with improvisers back when we were doing sketch work, and one they of the do guys it all the time. One, uh, one of them did the funniest one. Oh, by, you told me about this. Guy. By far the funniest guy. He hilarious, uh, but would constantly run bits. He was constantly that guy who was trying to make everyone laugh all the time. It was like the only way he knew how to be a human being, and like you couldn't, he couldn't not do it. It was so obnoxious. Shira, uh, Shira told me this. I love this story so much. Like, so there was a roast of Will Batit. Of course, Shira's friends with Will Batit, so she's on the roast. At the time, she's dating Brad Rickert. Brad Rickert writes a joke for Shira to use on Will Batit. Mm-hmm. That joke does very well, and Will Batit asks if he can use that joke in his act. Shira is embarrassed to say she, she, didn't, didn't, write. she didn't write the joke. <laughs> Will uses it in his act. Then they, Petit and Brad, do a show on the road. Petit does the joke that Brad wrote, <laughs> and it goes well. And then Brad asks how that happens because he wrote the joke. <laughs> oh, so funny. It's not at all what we were talking about, but it's a pretty good story. It just reminded me of it. Also, it also reminds me of a story that uh, one time Quaslow was talking to McLaughlin, mm-hmm. and McLaughlin said something in conversation that was funny, and then Quaslow did it on stage, and oh, McLaughlin was pissed. I remember hearing about that. I remember <laughs> what it was, but I remember hearing about that. <laughs> That's funny. So is it a faux pas if somebody just straight up comes up to you and is like, hey, this is my bit. What do you think about it? No, it's, it's more like they're doing like it in it's, regular conversation. Most people ask. Yeah, say, most people like, can I run? Yeah. yeah. And it's more you're interested, you you end up finding um, people whose opinions you respect, which end up being your friends. Um, and so you'll run ideas by them or when they have an idea for you that's like you can do, like this is a tag you can use or maybe say it this way instead, you kind of listen. But what gets annoying is when you do a mic or a show and someone who you don't really respect or like you're like you don't hate them but you don't think they're funny will come up and be like you can do this with that joke or this with that joke or that's a great tag you can use. And it's like I don't not interested in what you have to say because I don't think you're very good at this. But you can't say that. You just got to smile and nod and go thanks. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. It's because n- most people don't respect don't think other people are funny. They just think their friends are funny. So you find the people you think are funny and you care about their opinions. That's it informally becomes your writing circle. At least that's what happened with me. It was mostly just Sheen and then kind of Max, and that's kind of been it. <laughs> <laughs> and Sheen and I look similar. Oh, yeah, I have a type. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Sheen's into stocks now. Oh, yeah, jo- Joe and I are big stocks guys. I'm teaching him how to do it. Yeah, he's teaching me about Bitcoin from your financial advisor, Tim yeah. Weichelbaum. Tim, I, Tim taught me how not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a great teacher that way. <laughs> Uh, let's see where... Have you talked to Tim? Uh, I thought about asking him to be on the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> Two rotating guests. Yeah, Max and I weren't really in, like super sold on the idea of, like, let's get a woman on here just to debate what we debated last week. You're wrong. <laughs> well, if, if, if you, dear listeners, Terrence, uh, are interested in hearing a debate about that, you can, you, you can have it on your own. Uh, or you can ask us to do it, and we probably won't. I mean, if someone asked to come on, I'd probably say yeah. But yeah, I, of course. I don't want to be like, hey, come on here and let's fight about something. Yeah, let's ambush. Yeah. I kind of wanted Tom Wisdom just to talk about Jordan Peterson, but that was a totally different thing. I mean, it, probably what that would get into pretty quickly is Tom would be like, he's like, I'm not, I don't know that much about this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure no one who's like been critical in the last 24 hours like knows very much about him. They just have heard the name a bunch Yeah. and read those things. 
it's just it's one of those weird things like I've been into this guy for like a year and a half and now everyone's like fuck that guy. <laughs> he's like really blowing up. Oh yeah, he's got the number one selling book in the world. A lot of people are like a lot of people even ones that aren't in support of him are saying that he's the most influential thinker in the western world. He might be. Again, he's the his book is number 1 in the world. <laughs> And his speaking tours are like selling out. Like he's doing incredibly Jordan well. Peterson. Oh, okay. Do you know him well? No, but you guys talk about him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> World's greatest man, Jordan. <laughs> but like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the most influential Western thinker right now. Not simply because he's not because he's the best, but because he's reached the largest audience. Yeah. So people are definitely going to start having more and more opinions about him. It's divisive, though. Very divisive. In the right way. In the- <laughs> It's hard to be divisive in the wrong way. Is it? I think divisive is sort of a neutral. It's implicitly I neutral. I guess, but you can div- you can be divisive in a way that's meant to breed animosity. Yeah. I don't think that's what he's trying to do. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Man, I'm hungry. What are you going what are you going to do for dinner? <sighs> Last night Becky's like don't have too much food with Max. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not going to have dinner before dinner. <laughs> she, she thinks that's all we do. We just, like, do the podcast thing, go eat. Like, it's our, like, we have to. I mean, I love eating. Yeah, I know. I've been there. I mean, I eat out basically every day. That's, yeah. I've already eaten out today. Oh, where'd you guys go? Went to a cozy corner. That's just a diner, right? Yeah, I went to a diner. So, for you, what's the gap between, like, a diner and, like, a Michelin restaurant? Like, What's I, the gap? Well, because I don't think you're very interested in the stuff in the middle. Yeah, I am. Like an Applebee's. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I'll go to Applebee's. I don't really want to. But, like, you're not interested in it. No. You like diners. And you yeah. like prefix menus. Well, I like, I mean, I like Royster. I like Daisies. Sure, but, like, they're of that ilk. I like burger places. Like? I like ethnic food. I like all sorts of stuff. All right. I love Italian beef. But I mean, I, we should go to. We gotta go to Johnny's sometime. Yeah, we should go this summer. Uh, I want to go to Calumet Fisheries too. <clears throat> That's uh, down by here, right? Yeah, I'm really hoping to get rich soon so I can, you know, uh, like I just want to go to Next all the time. Are you gonna try to go to Royster before Chelsea stops working there? She's already stopped. Oh, sorry, man. It's okay. I'm a little bummed. Uh, I'm a little bummed, but I'm, you know, <clears throat> it's not that. It's not the end of the world. It, I mean, it definitely is nice. Yeah. Free stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely nice. But what's your plan after this? Are you uh, well, meeting up with Becky? It's 7 o'clock. Are we wrapping up? 47 minutes. So it's at 9. I could run home because she got off early today for this. Uh, so she's probably at home right now. So I could run up back home, or I thought about just, like, killing time for an hour and then going straight there because it's, like, halfway between... Oh, here right. at home. Yeah. Like, it's right by where I work. So it's just going back to where we came from before. So, like, uh-huh. we can hang out at, like, Maria's for an hour or something. Yeah, I'd go to Maria's. <laughs> you just looked off in the distance like you were planning something. <laughs> I do that expression I know. a lot. I don't really know what it is. I know. It's really good on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, Max is being mischievous. Yeah. So you got I any f- shows coming up you're going to cancel? You want to plug? <laughs> you cannot see me on this show. You're, Are you, you on anything? Uh, all I have is Lodge on the 9th, and then that's it. So CYSK for now. I, I'm sure I could do that show that Sheer runs. I just haven't emailed them. Oh, yeah. they—they. They, I wouldn't be surprised if they let you close it. I don't know. Do you even want to? I don't know. They say their headliner does half an hour. And when she talked to me, I didn't get the impression, like, yeah, we'll totally headline you. I got the impression we would love to have you, but... Actually, she told me that she doesn't really have that. She doesn't really do much booking for it. And then the guys who do are brand new. They probably don't know you. Yeah, but she's like, oh, you just got to send them a clip and we'll get you on. The newest comics are like bully. Like they're not, they're not bullies that they're mean. They just look like suburban bullies. Okay. Like, do you know Zach Ryan? Nope. And like Daryl Schmidt? Like, the, nope. like basically the guy, like the dudes you haven't heard of that run Shira's show with her, like. They just they just look like they push small kids down. <laughs> it's very weird. Like I, I remember um Tim thought it was ridiculous that like people that new have a show at Laugh Factory. It is ridiculous. I agree, 
but that's what that's what they do. They don't care how good you are. They care if can you like get people to come? We'll give you a show. I mean, if, if they gave Tim a show at the Laugh Factory, he wouldn't promote the fuck out of it. Exactly. Like no Laugh Factory is a business. No, no and apparently, come. it's struggling. I'm sure it's always struggling. I don't think clubs are ever like super flush with cash. It's. I mean, it's a terrible business model. Yeah, it's a bar with using comedy as a draw. That's not sound. You need to pay the acts. Yeah. You, and you need to uh, pay your staff. And it's not super easy to get them. And there's a lot of space that isn't devoted to selling things. Because mm-hmm. it's not like someone in a comedy crowd is going to get six drinks. Like, they might, but it's going to be a hassle. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being at a bar where every single drink you have to get from a like a waiter who is you have to walking w- around? Serving everyone. Yeah, yeah. And, and not only serving, but in a place that mm-hmm. needs to be quiet. And, like, yeah. it's a fucking terrible business model, mm-hmm. comedy club. Yeah, there's a reason they're failing. <laughs> it's a terrible experience for the customer as well. The have you drink, have minimum. you been to clubs? Oh yeah. Like, what, have you been to Zanies? Uh, I've been to Zanies in Old Town. Been to the Laugh Factory? Uh, I haven't been to the Laugh Factory, but uh, when I go out of town, I usually hit hit up the clubs. Like I went to the one in Madison and in New oh, York. Comedy on State is like one of the good ones. Yeah, but it's still a terrible experience with the. <laughs> Two drink minimum, and then the wait staff going around while yeah. the acts are still happening. Mm-hmm. It's just like a. I used to enjoy Acme. Where's that? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. You know, I heard Minneapolis is a hot comedy town. It's fine. I mean, we're a lot better. Is it better in what, Chicago? What, what do you oh. mean? What do you mean by hot? Like the club, the clubs there. Oh, their are, cl- their are, clubs are way better. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not even. I mean, it's mostly. Well, now they have this place, Sisyphus, but Sisyphus and Acme are like. Some of some of the best stages, like spatially and in terms of how often they're packed, mm. that I have ever seen, if not just the best, bar none. Like Acme is unreal. Acme is like it's like a like stand up comedy like Lamborghini. Yeah, right. It's just so much better than the rooms here. Like Laugh Factory is good because they fill it, but it's not a good room acoustically. Yeah, it's a it's gigantic ceiling. Like you're in a warehouse sized room. It's like old theater, right? It used to be the Lakeshore Theater. It's got yeah. a balcony. Yeah. Yikes. Who Which, the fuck is going to laugh on a balcony? Well, they almost never fill it. Sure, but like it fit like structurally it a balcony fits in this room. Yes, of course. That's how big it is. Yeah. But 300 people can be in any space. 300 people can be outdoors in in a field and it would work for stand up. Yeah, although it would still work better at Laugh Factory than it would in a field. For sure. Yep. But it's a spectrum. Mm-hmm. And the field has autism. hard autism. <laughs> as soon as he said spectrum. See what he did? See what he did? He guessed my thing. I said hard autism would have been better. Well, I was finishing your mediocre joke for you. Well, you made it worse. It became mediocre once you got it. I out. highlighted the fact that this is a bad joke you're trying to make. <laughs> By making good. it poorly. I could have sold it with energy. You weren't you had no energy in that you sense. You don't know what energy is. <laughs> <laughs> I know what dark energy is, Max, and you're full of it. Woof. <laughs> was, wow. Uh, maybe I start finishing your jokes. <laughs> that was that Would was, you I have a really hard time with punchlines? That was incredibly rough. That was some of the that may have been the worst rift. Joke I've ever heard in my life. That wasn't. I ri- know what dark energy is, and you're full. That of That wasn't it. a joke, Max. That was and me you, being you honest with you. You leaned in. I tried, Max. <laughs> you leaned in. That would have made Quaslo grossed out comedically. That was the meanest thing you've ever said. <laughs> dark energy. God. Well, speak your mind. You look like you have a thought. Well. I remember a couple of episodes ago, you guys were talking about going on the road as comedians. No, 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 no. We were talking about the Great American Barbecue Tour. That I'm talking about before that. Oh. This is early on when you were quitting. We're doing that, by the way. Okay. Probably fall. Because summer will be too hot. It's the south. I get clammy. Go ahead, Will. So, uh, being as the Midwest has such a vibrant club scene... At these small towns, not small towns, but like Midwestern cities, yeah. like Minneapolis, Madison, yeah. Chicago. I don't know about Milwaukee. 
Milwaukee has a club still. Their club I think. just closed. Is was that the one? No, actually, both I, of their clubs closed. They had oh, two. They both yeah, closed. Okay, but it seems that you could uh, do a little Midwest tour of clubs, and it it would be. Uh, not so bad. Are you advocating for us to take this on the road? No, but I don't. I mean, obviously, I don't know how that works or anything. Right. But it seems like very close to Chicago, there are a handful of really great comedy cities. There kind of are. Like Madison is definitely a great comedy city. Is definitely a great club. Although getting in there is kind of its own process. Getting into each club is its own that's, process. That's, that's the issue. That's kind of my question. You can't just say, "Hey, I do comedy. Can I do your room?" Agreed. You, yeah, can, you, you can you can do that business. you can do that but like you're not gonna get paid work you might get a guest spot if you harass them enough and show up yeah but like here's five ten minutes we're not paying you and well why did I drive all the way to Minneapolis for this mm-hmm. so it's a lot of can you get connections there you send them a clip you talk to them someone recommends you they believe that you're not shitty and they'll give you like an off weekend of like hey, we're not expecting a good crowd or like a weekend run, weekday run or something where like, yeah, we, we're not, pl- we don't need you to do really well. We're just going to try you out. Mm-hmm. Like you can do those. You can probably set those up not too hard. So there are definitely people who do that. Um, it does not sound very fun to me. It sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. And a lot of being alone in the car. It works though. Like Brendan Gay is like a, almost yeah. a working comic based on that. And yeah, just because he spent he's pretty a, a he's very new. He spent a year just on the road doing that. Pretty did, much. Did you ever hear about that? No. Brendan Gay. Um, he was doing stand up here for like a year. Yeah, he did stand up for one year. Then as soon as one year is done, and he spent six months planning this, he went on the road for a whole year. Every week he was in a different city. Wow. And he set up show as many shows as he possibly could do. And he, he got very connected. He's probably one of the most connected comics in the country, amateur level, uh, because he's been to, like, every single city. And he got to do, like, 40 minutes at some point? Like, uh, yeah, he's done an hour before. He which, doesn't have an hour, which, but, like... Yeah, but that's crazy for someone who's only, like, a year and a half, two years in to be doing that kind of time. And oh, he, yeah, that's insane. So you can get on those shows, on those stages, just because you're tenacious and asking. Like, that is totally possible. And it's totally possible, like have a low-level career based out of Chicago and, like, a six- to ten-hour radius around it, but it's a lot of grinding for it, and you're probably not going to make much money. You're probably going to kind of cover expenses. He's got some weird horror stories. <laughs> Should we have him on and talk about it? it we, we could. He'd do it. He used to have a podcast. We yeah, were on we, his podcast. We did, we did it together. Yeah, his podcast was called Brendan Being Brendan. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh, Will sounded judgmental on that wow. one. You might want to get high and listen to that one. <laughs> I'm curious to try this getting high and just listening to music in a chair. I got my new sitting chair. The one I've been sitting in? Uh, I think you sat in it. Is that yours? Well, it's... The apartment's? The family chair. You don't own anything in that place. I have a bed. Have you looked for a new place yet? Yes. Uh, do you guys have... Oh, our place got extended. Until so, so when? Uh, the end of August. Okay. So. And I wouldn't be surprised if it gets extended beyond that. So you're fine for a while. Yeah. I, I'm I'm trying to stay in this place as long as possible. It's nice. We've taken good care of it. And uh, it's dirt cheap. Where is it? Uh, it's right by Kumas. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Do you like do you like Kumas, Will? I like Kumas. See So is that oh. is that on your list of top five? No. What's your top five? Too, uh, the reason that you don't like Kumas is because it's too crowded. No, he doesn't like Kumas because the burgers are too big. Yeah, that too. I don't like their burgers. I mean, the burger's fine. I don't get it with all the fixins. <laughs> so then it's a little easier to handle. You know what I mean? You sounded like the word fixins offended you, or that their definition, that their interpretation of what fixins are offended you. Fixins. You don't know what fixins are. Yeah, but they they the it is a big burger. So if you don't get bacon and an egg on it, it's manageable. So what are your top five restaurants? I don't know. He doesn't have that. I don't. Well, it's just in Bridgeport. Can I tell you something, Will? I also don't go to restaurants. It's just Mins. I I don't yeah. have a top five. Yeah. I I have a top five. I'm trying to fill out, and I filled out four so far. <laughs> yeah, but you still call it your top five. Joe, don't yeah. ask him what the top five is. I know what the top five is. <laughs> Do you know? You know what it is? Kimsky, Royster, uh, Schwa. And then is it Sunwa? No, it's Monteverde. That's right, Italian. No, it, not Italian. Monteverde is Italian. No, that was the fish place. I'm right. 
<laughs> the fish place we went to? No, you haven't been there. Oh, the place you went, with, you went without who, me. The way, the place you went with Gasper, the Italian place with the pasta. I didn't go there with Gasper. I went there with Qui. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wanted to try that place. I thought you meant the place we went to, the Bayless place with the fish. That place is great. What was that's that place? not it. That's Linia Brava. Oh, I okay. went to Frontera with my parents this weekend. How'd that go? It's great. It's so cool because they just do this like Mexican food that, like, do you know the story of Rick Bayless? No. Like, he started that restaurant in, like, 89 when River North was grimy, and no one was doing enchiladas. Like, no one knew what an enchilada was. It was, like, it was like revolutionary. So, like, you look at the menu now, and it says, like, we have carne asada, and we have enchiladas, and we have plantains. And it sounds like the most boring Mexican food. Uh, but at the time, it was, like, totally revolutionary. It was, like, it was like a national uh, news item. That he was doing, and and you go now, and it, it still is that stuff. But he's doing it so high quality that it feels current. It's real. It's really great. Oh, the mole there is just like <laughs> fucking insane. So this has basically become a food podcast. Uh, except, <laughs> That's a lot of food. Except Will asks questions about stand-up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a very question-heavy uh, podcast. Yeah, this has kind of been you interviewing us a little bit. Oh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> You're so sassy. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs>